0: Hello and welcome to the Rock and Roll Podcast. I'm your host, John Harris. Usually floating around, he is people's favorite on this show. It's not me, which you know, I'm I'm a humble guy, so it's okay. But my son Gabriel is our assistant engineer. He's usually floating around, uh, but he's finishing up school right now, doing online school. Um, but he'll be here in spirit today on Rock and Roll Podcast. We have Violet Riot, and I have to scream it because there's an exclamation point at the end of it, um, which yeah. I. I looked up on the internet. I did not know this. Consider me ignorant. Uh, a violet riot is is a riot of violets or something. It's it's like a, a plant.
1: So many colors at once.
0: <laughs> yeah, which
1: is That's crazy. Violet.
0: And uh, speaking of so many colors at once, you guys have been releasing a couple of singles as of late. To uh, at the end of 2020, there it looked like. Uh, so, everybody out there in the world, we're being joined by Carly and Colton to share some more information about what. What Violet Riot has got going on, these tracks that they've released, what's coming down the pipeline. So, gang, welcome to the show.
1: Yeah, thanks for having us.
2: Yeah, thanks so much for having us.
0: You are quite welcome. Now, I guess let's just start with these two tracks and what we'll call that really easy year that we just finished, 2020. Take us through that year and how these singles came to be released. Uh, towards the end of the year and I guess what my question is, were you guys planning on releasing them maybe earlier in the year? Did you have a different marketing plan or was this the plan, you guys have been working on it and there it is?
1: Uh, well, we just kind of had a lot of, we had a few like songs we've been sitting on for a while and and uh, we decided last year we would start putting some of them out and. Uh, there wasn't anything else for us to do, no shows to play, nothing, nothing to plan for, anything else. So we thought we'd just be an online presence and try and tap into that as much as we could. And and thankfully we were able to uh, put out, put those out and uh, get a decent uh, local response from it. And you know, opportunities like this come up and this is really cool. And uh, yeah, we've been really enjoying. Like it was a tough year, as you know, for everybody last year, but you know, we made the best of it in terms of, you know. Online, and maybe Carly can have a better description of that than I
2: can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say, like like Colton said, we go with the flow a little bit, and I, I feel like uh, we just release things when it feels right. Um, Colton and I are really good friends, obviously, and so sometimes we'll just kind of be like, you know, this music's pretty good, I think we should let people hear it now, <laughs> and then <laughs> boom. We'll just do like a lyric video and like push it to our friends and stuff. And like Colton was saying, we love to you know hang out in the online world. And yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's been really fun creating these songs. And yeah, I think we started recording two or three years ago, and we just kind of put it out there, you know.
1: Wow. Yeah. Okay. It's been a lot of fun.
2: <laughs>
0: okay. So you mentioned a few things there that we can touch base on. Number one, as you mentioned, a decent local response. Now, funny enough. I'm also in Edmonton, so this is kind of like a local thing going on right now.
1: Excellent.
0: Right, which is which is cool because it's also online. So it's kind of a crazy way that 2020 has shaped the local response. That we're we're online, but we're local.
1: Yes. Right. Distancing, making sure. Yeah, it's like it's too bad we all can't just hang out, but you know, it's safety first, you know.
2: (laughs) Yeah, we have plans to like gig. We really wanted do live shows and stuff and like in the past few years we were just kind of working on recording and like collaborating eventually we did want a gig but then everything like unfolded that way and so we've just been kind of like patiently waiting to hear what's gonna happen before we plan on doing gigs
0: mm-hmm. well you know the story you just gotta go to Hawaii and then it'll be okay <laughs> yes
2: that's yeah, it's a great idea we can do that <laughs> yeah.
0: Social distancing. You have to stay at least five thousand clicks away from Alberta at all times. That's what you got to do. Um, I like that.
1: The weather's nice too. It,
0: it is. Actually, it's pretty, pretty, pretty warm out today. I, I think I haven't been outside yet, but uh, yesterday was like plus four. Are you kidding me? In January? Really? It,
1: yeah. I was, uh, I was actually really. I was outside for a bit, and I was really happy with that. Yeah, I'll take it. Now. <laughs> that way, like
0: it. <laughs> yeah. Now you guys mentioned this was started a couple of years ago. That seems, and I'm not trying to say like like downplay it, but that seems pretty expen- extensive for only a couple of tracks. So maybe take us through that. Is it like a super dramatic story because I want all the juice. I want to squeeze it and I want all the juice.
2: No, we,
1: we're both, we, we both have lots of other involvements and uh, this has sort of just been something that we've come to when we have time and, and it's meant to be for fun. and. And uh, we both uh, we both lead very busy, like Carly runs her music school and, and that takes up a lot of time and, and she has other musical endeavors that she uh, is part of as well and I have several other uh, musical projects as well that take up time. So this is sort of, it's always been just sort of a casual fun thing that comes to when we have time and, and when, whenever we do we all enjoy it and have so, much, uh, so many cool things that come from it
2: yeah and I, I think Colton had started the writing process like before I joined the project so we were actually called mutual friends uh, before we rebranded to Violet Riot and um, and I feel like Colton titled it mutual friends because a lot of the songwriting was collaborative work with him and his buddies and musician friends that he knows right so um, when Colton asked me to join the project I essentially just brought the vocal melodies and the lyric ideas and we just kinda like like I said, recorded over time um, to put these songs out. But yeah, then we saw the potential that the songs had and decided, hey, let's rebrand this and make it a bit more inviting and interesting and colorful and like, you know, put our unique brand on it. So um, yeah, it's, it's taken like a couple years, like Holton was saying, because uh, I run a vocal coaching business, and I'm starting to get into like artist development. I'm starting to take my own songwriting a bit more seriously and put more uh, work into my creative process, um, learning a bit more about structuring songs. Uh, I started by writing metal music on guitar. Um, and so like I want to start help t- I want to start to help Colton write these pop punk songs. So I need to learn a little bit more about like <laughs> ripping on guitar for pop-punk as compared to metal because they're like completely different genres, right? So mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, Carly's synth lately has been really good. So yeah, she's she definitely got a good guitar skill on top of that too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I guess instead so, of being mad at your dad, you're mad at your ex-girlfriend. Like that's the difference between metal and pop-punk.
1: <laughs> yeah, actually, probably, yeah, considering that seems to be the theme of a lot of songs, I find whenever I encounter, you know, the pop-punk genre, there's always that ex-girlfriend, boyfriend, dynamic, too. One thing I wanted to touch on quickly, too, is uh, when it came to writing the songs that we have, uh, Brad Simons from Velveteen Audio was very instrumental in uh, helping us with arrangements and, uh, and, writing. Whatnot, not, and uh, he definitely was a, a very large part of pushing, you know, to create songs. Cause I was doing a lot of cover stuff with Brad and Velveteen years ago, and that's where the Mutual Friends name came from, because there were so many mutual friends in the scene playing uh, these cover pop-punk songs that, that I was trying to having fun with, and then Brad was like, you got to do originals, no more of this cover stuff. <laughs> and, uh, and that's when Carly came- picture uh, through i think it was uh her friend Nate uh Nathan Kidd uh, who runs Method Sound uh he was one and said hey uh, there's a the great vocalist friend of mine that that you should meet and and uh that was about 3 or 4 years ago and then barely you know like we heard and we he started working together and it's been, it's been fantastic ever since I'm looking,
0: I'm looking up Velveteen on the internet right now. They have a very nice website. It looks like they've got a lot of very nice gear, very nice people. I've said very nice four times now.
1: Yeah, no, they're a wonderful bunch. Uh, Brad built an excellent team there. And, uh, yeah, they've been just wonderful to us. It been a huge help. Very, very,
0: very cool. Especially, you know, going back to the local thing, finding out, cause a lot of times studios, cause years ago I had done some research on recording studios in edmonton and i came across some staples like the audio room for example um uh and the funny thing is how many of these are just so hard to find and then you end up finding one you're like this exists down the street like are you kidding me and (laughs) you can't find it and i'm like like, how's business like does it suck because there's no street sign and they're like well if we have a street sign people are going to come in and steal our gear so we can't and (laughs) It's not like somebody drives by, like, a cheeseburger and is like, oh, I'm hungry. I should go to, you know, get to that cheeseburger. Instead, it's not like, oh, man, that album I was supposed to record. Then they, like, you know, do a U-turn. Yeah. (laughs) But very cool and definitely top production. So did you guys record the stuff here? Or did you guys record, like, in your home studio and then send it to them to process?
1: It was – a lot of different, yeah, some of it was done with Velveteen. Uh, Carly did some vocals at her place as well. Uh, we've had some guest musicians on there. We had the bass player from Alien Ant Farm on one song, uh, which was uh, so basic, actually. Uh, we had, uh, but mostly it was, it was local players. Um, we did have Steve Klein, who used to be in Newfound Glory. He was on Shatter Every Limit. He played some additional guitar parts and bass on that. So we've we've had we've been lucky to have some pretty interesting people uh, come along and and guest on our songs, and we're going to continue to to have that trend as as we as we continue to work together. But uh, when it came, most of the majority of recording was 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 done with with uh, you know here in town with Brad and Carly uh, at her home studio.
0: Okay, now Carly, you mentioned you're learning how to write in this new style, so I'm curious, what is it about the style that attracts you to it? to uh work with that learning curve
2: yeah um well i'm like a self-taught guitar player i taught myself how to play metal first um but i've always been like a huge fan of like emo and like pop punk you know just growing up um actually my sister my older sister influenced me to start listening to bands like blink 182 and good charlotte and like like um so yeah, when it comes to learning more about pop punk on guitar, I think I just have started to listen to a bit more modern pop punk um, on Spotify. Like some of my favorite bands right now are yours truly. I wrote a list because I can't remember these things. <laughs> yours truly, um, like Chief State and Belmont are some of my new favorites to listen to. Um their music is just so high energy, and that's what I love about this modern style of pop punk, because it kind of like merges the energy of metal with the pop punk guitar playing, and it's just so inspiring to me, and I would love to learn how to create something similar to that, but like with our own spin on it, you know?
1: hmm
0: I was telling Colton before we got on that when Danny over at Oddball sent me the stuff, my immediate knee-jerk reaction was this is like Avril Lavigne mixed with something else. And I couldn't quite pinpoint what it was. And then Colton's like, Paramore. And I'm like, right, it's Avril Lavigne and Paramore. It's Avril Paramore. That's what it is. Um, But I'm a massive fan of Avril's work, uh, like 98% of her work. And uh, yeah, I think that for somebody who's learning it, you did a really good job, at least in the two tracks that I've heard.
2: Right. Yeah, totally. Um, Paramore is a huge influence of mine. Totally. Um, And same thing with Colton. But vocally, I just uh, I love powerful vocals. I love high notes and uh, I just kind of do my thing, you know.
0: (laughs) Uh Okay, Uh, you mentioned those bands. I'm so old. Like when I think of pop punk, I think of like starting line.
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Starting line. Yellow card. (laughs) Yep. Boom. There it yeah, is. You know, the old school stuff is always, you know, that's that's got its own magic special stuff. But like Carly was mentioning how some of the newer stuff like, you know, state champs and chief state and whatnot, you know, it, it has a very different sort of energy. Uh it's it's sort of I was scared for a while that it would never come back after, you know, say two thousand nine or ten, but after starting around two thousand thirteen, it started to slowly show signs of life again and definitely Uh, ever since then it's just been gaining momentum every year as coming back as you know a prominent genre in the world and Mm -hmm. it's wonderful to see because it's definitely it's uh yeah i thought i didn't know i didn't know if it would ever happen again but it's definitely getting a a large second wave and it's good yeah i'm really happy
0: (laughs) yeah i've definitely had a few pop punk bands on the show that have gotten you know given the newer ones um and it's kind of funny because growing up I heard pop punk and I thought it was this manufactured thing that was like the Backstreet Boys, like nobody ever, like they don't, nobody does it. Like they're, they get put together by Disney and it makes money. So they, they smile and dance kind of thing. Mm. Um, but it was r- shocking to talk to these bands and they're like, I love pop punk. This is what I want to do. And I'd be like, are you real? Like, are you serious? Like seriously? Um, mm. That's cool. And it's, I don't know. It's, like just expressing out loud, I guess, in a very ignorant way. But, like, I didn't think it was real. But it's real. Yellow card is real, Colton.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ocean you, Avenue. <laughs> Ocean Avenue,
0: baby. Yeah, you guys are real, uh, which is cool. Yeah. And also shows the breadth of uh, musicianship because you guys are coming from different angles, different projects, and putting this together uh, from a different perspective. So, very cool stuff. Now, these two tracks. Yeah, all- sorry?
1: Oh, no, sorry. I, I, was, I just wanted to quickly say that I was, was really uh, happy that, you know, because Carly comes from the metal background. And that was really sort of her her main sort of her main thing for a long time. And so I was always so stoked that she was willing to to try something that was pretty much on, almost on the opposite side of the spectrum. And uh, she's done such a, an amazing job, you know, mm-hmm. with done uh, with it that, that, you know, I'm just I feel very lucky.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm
2: actually and terribly just mesh together.
0: I mean, obviously separate show altogether, but I'm terribly curious because of what I'm hearing here, uh, Carly, I'm super curious, you know, your, your metal side, is it like a spirit box kind of thing where you're mixing in angelic vocals with all of a sudden, I don't know where, like the devil comes in.
2: Um, if you know who okay, Spirit Box yeah, is. Okay, yeah, let's talk about it. Do, do you know who <laughs> spirit, box spirit Box is? Box. Yeah, okay. Oh, totally. I love them. Um, her queens are angelic and her obviously like her harsh vocals are demonic <laughs> i love the contrasting vocals i think it's really beautiful um to add both things and there are a couple of uh, vocalists that are hybrid singers like that that i admire in the metal scene uh one of my other favorites aside from spirit box right now is adrian cohen from uh seven spires uh-huh. and they have a little bit of a different genre compared to spirit box but Anyways, for myself, uh, I don't use a lot of, like, the harsh vocals, so when I say that I'm inspired by metal, it's majority, like, clean singing, but, like, power singing, so oh. another one of my favorites right now is Britney Slays from Unleash the Archers, because, like, her range is phenomenal, and her voice just blows me away. I've been a fan of them uh, since about, like, 2018, and she actually inspired me to start singing in general, because I was so blown away by the power in her voice, it just, it lit something up inside of me that i was like i need to be a singer (laughs) so i like threw myself into a metal band and i was like i'm doing this like (laughs) i'm super stoked on it but i feel like in the future um i might start to incorporate some of the harsh vocals i I have a curiosity to learn how safely um and i do know of a Uh, extreme vocal coach um, that I've bumped into online that he does an amazing job at teaching singers how to use that style of voice and not blow their voice out. Mm -hmm. Um, So I might consider learning that and maybe integrate it into our future um, (laughs) songs, you know?
0: Yeah, like a backing layer. Nobody really knows it's there, but it wouldn't be the same without it. (laughs) Totally. Totally. Very cool. Now, these two tracks, you guys have been writing for a while. Uh, so Basic looks like came out first. I've got the Spotify page up behind me so that I can hopefully have some credible, something credible to say. Uh, but it looks like on Halloween, you guys released uh, Blame Me, Blame Me, and it's an Amberlin cover. Uh, out of all the covers in the world, why this particular one? And why not another original track to show us what you guys are doing?
1: Uh uh, the Anne Berlin one was actually uh, that, that I started putting that together about five years ago with some friends at Velveteen and uh, we just couldn't find anybody to sing it and it sat in my Dropbox as a Pro Tool session for about four and a half years and then uh, when Carly and I earlier in the year were talking about well what you know let's throw a cover another cover out there you know let's let's uh, see what we can do with it uh, I threw her that session and she liked it and did her thing with it. And then we decided to put out there. I I actually don't really have much of an explanation for it, to be honest.
2: (laughs) I want to add to it. So, um, I love how, like, I kind of believe in divine timing. And to me, that means like things will happen when they happen. Uh, and it's just kind of like perfectly timed. So anyways, uh, the lyrical content from the song, blame me, blame me was like really relevant to the personal experiences that I've been going through in my own life. So It just kind of like magically worked out that Colton had this track. And then I felt like I could really deliver the message in the lyrics with like so much like honesty and truth in my own voice because Mm -hmm. I was going through those experiences.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. I love that.
0: Yeah. Very cool. Now, (laughs) speaking of more divine timing, let's talk about what's going to be happening this year for Violet Riot. Obviously, live shows aren't going to be happening probably this year. I'm going to say just right now. Um but what is the plan then for 2021 you guys releasing more singles is there an EP ready to drop is there an album is there going to be vinyl what's going to be happening
1: Uh well we have some more originals we're working on uh and uh, we'll probably we'll release those as they as we finish them and then uh we might put everything into an EP at some point or we might just keep just putting out single songs or you know, we're, I think we're still deciding what we what our game plan is. Maybe Carly has a better <laughs> idea or we've sort of just, we, we just kind of go with the flow. There's, you know, not usually a huge sort of plan. It's usually just as we decide.
2: Yeah, we were talking a little bit about uh, just going hard and like writing a few songs a month over the majority of like, let's say six months and just... um really putting our heads together and creating, you know, more of what we love because I feel like this project absolutely deserves that level of dedication between the both of us. So, yeah, we've been talking about like doing a bunch of songs. So I I would expect an EP potentially an album if it comes out that way, you know, but uh, yeah, I feel like we will be itching to release something soon. Definitely this spring. Absolutely. The spring. Yes.
0: Okay. Well, that is incredibly exciting. Right about the point in time, we get some Violet Riots. Violet Riot is going to be coming out with a Violet Riot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like the pun. That's good.
0: <laughs> it, was, it was going silly for a second, uh, and maybe it stayed silly. I don't know. But I'm a dad of two kids, so it just kind of comes naturally. After the first one comes out, all of a sudden, just a dad joke comes out at the same time. Like, whoa, what happened? That's perfect. <laughs> yeah. And then when we had our second one, the dad jokes increased in intensity. So I don't know. I, don't
1: I know love dad I don't jokes. Know. I don't even have kids yet. I, well, I have a cat. I guess that's some sort of a, of a responsibility. But yeah, no, I know I'm sure if, if, if I do have kids, I'll, that'll increase even more, which I look forward to. Yes, <laughs> mm-hmm. that.
0: Happens. Very cool. Very cool stuff. All right, gang. Is there anything else you wanted to chat about that I missed that we should be covering right now?
1: That's pretty much, uh, I think at least for my end, unless Carly, do you have anything else you'd like to add or any sort of points? No, I like think
2: that to- that just about sums everything up. I mean, uh, yeah, that's pretty good.
0: Okay. Perfect. Well then gang, we chatted about a couple of tracks here. We chatted about what's going to be coming up the pipeline, uh, a bit of your guys' history, uh, the fact that Carly runs a music school. So she knows everything that's going on and she's the mastermind behind all of the music. Um, <laughs> And, Velveteen Audio. I think we should probably just have an advertisement for Velveteen Audio on here. Yes.
2: Absolutely, Wonderful. well deserved.
0: <laughs> Beautiful. So, Brad, if you're listening in, hello. Um, it was Hi, Brad. Brad. <laughs> it was it was Brad, right?
1: Yes. Okay. Yes, Brad.
0: Brad, they have a massive. I'm going to say this right now. They have a massive. Uh, what was I was going to say? list or a roster of people who work at a recording studio, like most recording studios in this town are one guy hanging on for dear life to like every client he gets. And I'm looking at this team and they have like 12 people that supposedly work there. I don't know if I believe that. And there's like all these staged pictures of people gathered in a studio. I don't know if I
1: believe it. No, Brad put together an excellent <laughs> team starting about four or five years ago when he moved to the location that he's currently in. And, uh, he really just went hard from that because before that, you know, he was, it was him and an assistant essentially. Uh, and so, yeah, you know, you know, you're right. It was, you know, it was quite, uh, uh on a small scale, but, uh, once he, once he made the big move, uh, yeah, he really went hard with it and yeah, he's built a, an excellent team now and they are quite busy. They're, uh, they're a very, uh, they've become a, a success, a very, very successful studio locally. So. Cool.
0: Very cool. Yes. Soon we'll be able to say the same thing about Violet Riot, I think.
1: That'd be helpful. yeah. That'd be Absolutely.
0: awesome. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Awesome. Well, then, until next time, gang, I just wanted to thank you for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast today. Well,
1: thanks for having Absolutely. us. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Thanks All for fun. having us.
1: <laughs>